you may have noticed that there are improvements being made outside the Fort Stewart Main Post Exchange. The Directorate of Public Works is hard at it to resurface and restripe the parking lots. The project will be performed in three phases, A, B, and C, and is set to conclude in early October. The PX will remain open to customers throughout the project, and patrons are asked to proceed with caution and use the designated parking areas that aren't under construction. For more information, follow the Main Post Exchange Facebook page. Hey there, Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. This is Molly with your latest edition of the Marne Report. I am here today joined by my friend Jenny from the Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield Exceptional Family Member Program. How are you, Jenny? I am wonderful and I am excited to be here and thank you for calling me your friend because I consider <laughs> myself a friend anyways. Well, I am so happy to have you here. So we can talk a little bit about the EFMP program um, and, and really, first off, what is it? Well, the Exceptional Family Member Program is a bit of an enigma for almost everybody unless they're enrolled in it. And even then, sometimes they don't have a very clear understanding because there are three facets to our program, three parts of our program. I don't know if I'm sounding educated or not. <laughs> Anyways, there is my program, which is family programming. We, we deal with the family members. It, it, it is what it's called. And our job at family programs is to make sure that First of all, that the post is accessible to you and your family members, regardless of any disability diagnosis or whatever you have going on, Fort Stewart should be accessible to you. Sure. To that caveat, you should not be at Fort Stewart if we do not have the services here that your family members need. So, and I'm not saying that we don't have or do have any of these, I'm just using these as hypotheticals, but if you need a cardiologist, and the nearest cardiologist to us is all the way in Jacksonville, Florida, we don't want you to come here, not because we don't want you here, but because we don't want the hardship of you having to go to that cardiologist all the way in Jacksonville. Sure. And once upon a time, I was Googling Fort Stewart from Fort Riley, and it didn't look very far away. I'm like, oh, Jacksonville's right there, <laughs> until you drive it a couple of times. Of course. And then when you have to drive it, and it's a four-hour round trip, because it's two hours there, two hours back, and have you ever seen Jacksonville traffic? Tell me about it. And the road construction? Woo! Oh yeah, I-4 is just <laughs> perpetually under construction. Sorry, I-4, but you know it's true. So when we say, and when I say we, it's a broad, big army term, and I'm not meaning to represent the government, just saying, when someone says EFMP denied you for Fort Stewart, it's not because we're mean, it's not because we don't want you here, it's not to make your life hard. It's because I don't want you to come here if it's gonna be harder for you to be here right. than it is, say, at Fort Hood, where everything's right outside the gate, if that meets your condition. The other piece, and this makes my program fun, it's all very case by case. So you could have the exact same diagnosis as another EFM. They might have gotten the assignment here and you didn't. Wow. And so people will call. And I would call too. Wait a minute. How come my friend Molly got to come here? We have the same thing. We see the same doctor down here and I can't come with her. It's very possible that you got the last spot open wow. for okay. that doctor. And Google is not always as up to date as we would like it to be. Mm -hmm. So we do get those phone calls too. Hey, I Googled and this service is still there from when I was here five years ago. But things change underneath that we don't always see, wait lists and such. So let's say you have a child that has autism. We do not want you and your autistic child to come here and have a year's worth of gap in your uh, services. Mm -hmm. So especially for ABA, and that's applied behavioral analysis. Mm -hmm. A lot of families rely on it heavily. I've seen it in action. I personally like it. Some people don't. It's up to everybody what right. they do and don't like. But if your child is thriving in ABA, say it, and I'm not picking on Fort Hood, they're just stuck in my head. <laughs> if your child's thriving at Fort Hood, 
but because you're in a PCS cycle, they haven't been to their therapist in say six weeks to two months. Mm -hmm. And then it's gonna be another three weeks or a month because you know there's that transition, we always take leave. It takes us a minute to get to our next duty station. Sure. Now we're in a hotel room for hopefully 10 days, maybe more than that. We have to get a house, we have to get moved in, we have to get established, and then we have to get on somebody's wait list and it could be four months, it could be eight months. Right. Because while we have a lot of ABA services in the area and it's really grown a lot in the last five years, a lot of them do different things. Mm -hmm. Some of them come to your home, some of them go to schools, some of them have offices that you travel to, and so it's all very different and, and sometimes it depends on the age group. There are yep. a lot of factors. And so we don't want your child to be six months without their therapy if we can help that. So that is really, and that is the main point to the program. It's not to make anyone's life difficult, but I do understand that it does sometimes. And what I tell soldiers is, come see me. I am not the fix. I have zero authority to change <laughs> a lot of things. However, comma, I usually can make some phone calls and we can at least give you an understanding yeah. of what's going on. Because I think the most frustrating part is we had orders and we were set. And I've been there. I've been that spouse. We had orders to Fort Campbell and I got a phone call at work one day. Hey, our orders are deleted. What do you mean our orders are deleted? They're gone. I don't have any orders anymore. What does that mean? My husband said, I don't know, because this has never happened to me before. Mm -hmm. Later on down the line, we found out it was because of EFMP. Uh. We were never given the exact pinpointed reason, and once they were gone, they weren't coming back. Wow. Now, they were gracious enough, and I, the Army was gracious enough to say, hey, we'll give you 24 hours to decide if you want to go to El Paso or Fort Riley. How often do you get a choice? We were super excited about that. So <laughs> yay Fort Riley, yay K-State. That's not a government endorsement. I just graduated from there. But anyways, so it, it all worked out. But it's frustrating in the interim. Yeah. When you don't know, if there's, if there's nothing scarier, then we don't know which way is up. And military, we're kind of used to, hey, these are your orders. This is what you do. This is how you execute. And when you take that away from us, we don't know what to do with it in the interim because... I don't know if I should pack or not. I don't know if I should do this or not. I don't, my whole life is upside down and in limbo right now, and that's not fun for anybody. And so I would say, come talk to us, and we can at least try to help you get an understanding of maybe why. Yeah, so it sounds to me like you guys are the perfect advocate for an exceptional family member, especially when transferring from installation to installation. A family really should come to you guys um, as a jumping off point to figure out where they should start in their new home, in their new state. Oh, absolutely. So once they've been to medical, and this is where it gets a little, not muddied, but not everybody understands that EFMP is three different pieces. So the medical piece is when, you know, you get diagnosed with something and mm -hmm. they say, hey, you got to enroll in EFMP. I know my acronym. <laughs> I work here every day. But anyways, and you're like, what is EFMP and right. what does that do? And if you get on the wrong forum or if you talk to an individual who maybe had a bad experience mm -hmm. and we've all been there, sure. it, it sounds a little scary. It's going to mess with your assignments. It's going to cause problems. People feel like it will cause them to be denied promotions. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Uh, we have all ranks across the Army enrolled in EFMP. It has nothing to do with how people are promoted. Mm -hmm. What it has to do with is just that piece of, so when you go to Fort Carson or Fort Hood or Fort Wonderful, we want to make sure that when you get there, the ologist that you need, the medication that you need, anything mm -hmm. that you're going to have to have, especially if it's life-threatening, yeah. that you're going to have it on ground. We don't want you somewhere and you don't have what you need. That is the biggest thing because it really directly to me affects a soldier's readiness. If their family is not ready, right? how can they be? If you don't know that you're leaving your family in good hands, yeah. how can you be ready to go? Your installation exchange is now open to Department of Defense civilians. 
The Exchange has everything you need to look your best right on the installation where you work. Remember, though, DOD civilians can't buy alcohol or tobacco. But from electronics, toys, and more, your Exchange has it all, tax-free and convenient to you. And shopping in person is so easy. Just make sure to show your DOD ID at the point of sale and off you go. And don't forget, coming soon, online shopping via the awesome Digital Garrison app. Stop by the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield Exchange today to see what they have for you. So tell me, um, what makes an individual an exceptional family member? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Anything that requires a coordination of medical services or educational services, and when I say anything, it really is anything. And it can be very frustrating if your child has asthma, mm -hmm. but is very controlled asthma, and maybe down here at Fort Stewart you just happen to be in the right conditions, and they are fine, and you don't see a need for the program. But that could change drastically at Fort Carson. Right. And so that's why even though it seems insignificant, we still need you enrolled, because we need to understand what we're dealing with, so that if you do get to Fort Carson and your child can't breathe very well at Fort Carson, and I'm not saying that will happen, these are all hypotheticals, mm -hmm. I feel like there's got to be disclaimers when of we course. talk. <laughs> but so that we have a background to look at, and if you do need a compassionate reassignment, you've got something in your record saying, hey, it's documented, this is the problem, mm -hmm. it just makes things easier for you. Mm -hmm. We can also look at that and say, hey, that soldier's been to Fort Carson before, and it didn't go well because of the diagnosis, we're not going to do that again. Right. Or Fort Carson might just say no or Fort Hood might say no, or mm. what have you. Here in Georgia, if you if you are deathly allergic to a fire ant, you've got problems, because they are everywhere. Everywhere, especially I've in the summer. We don't mow the lawn in flip-flops. <laughs> um, it's bad. <laughs> Very true. But so anything like that, the small stuff, and, the, and certainly the big stuff, hospitalizations, terminal illnesses, um, any, and I tell soldiers all the time, if you need to see something that ends in an ologist, mm -hmm. you are a candidate for EFMP. Wow. If you have ongoing medical treatment, you are a candidate for EFMP. Sure. If your child is on an IEP, that doesn't seem like something you would need to coordinate between installations, however comma, you want to make sure the services are available mm -hmm. at that next duty station. Of course. And so where family programming comes in, we can kind of unmuddy the waters and give you a clearer picture. And one of my favorite things to pick on is the IEP process. We have had cases where somebody PCS is in from somewhere else, they were at a public school there, they go to DODEA here, and definitions are different. Mm -hmm. The way DODEA says, okay, this is special education and this is this service was different out there. Mm -hmm. And so the initial conflict happens when a parent is saying this, DODEA is understanding that, and now we're not getting the services met, and it's all based on a misunderstanding. But guess who speaks IEP language very well? <laughs> EFMP family programming. Yeah. So you okay? So we've got medical. Mm -hmm. What are the other two? Educational. It's medical, medical education. and educational. Okay. Yep. All right. That's great. Yes. Do you guys have any programming or anything that you do for the exceptional family members? I mean, I know you offer a lot of services to them to assist them in their their exceptional family journey. Yes. But what about the fun stuff. Do you guys do anything fun? Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> and actually, now that we are back in, and we are coming back into the offices, we're opening things back up, but we are doing so cautiously because sure. we do understand that we have a vulnerable population. Yeah. I know my whole staff has been vaccinated. Yay, us. MWR has done this with us for years. It's a tradition here on Fort Stewart now. We are very grateful for it. They open up the public swimming pools for two hours on Saturday morning, 9 to 11, and EFMP families come. They swim for free. It's a very quiet, relaxed environment. We don't have big crowds. It's not 
you know so it's very good for those kids that might have sensory issues yeah I don't like a lot of big crowds some of my kiddos don't like big crowds some of my parents don't do well with big crowds of course so we try to do that and make sure that it's more applicable more friendly for them sure and then, of course, everybody knows the last week of July, Marnpalooza. We're going to be out there, too. We can't wait <laughs> to see you guys at Marnpalooza. And then as we get into August and September, we'll start doing some more back-to-school-themed IEP workshops, uh, oh, things great, like that. So great. We are really excited about that. And you know, I, it's, it's not quite around the corner, but it is. Trunk or treat will happen again. I may or may not dress up as Batman again. Oh. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. And I think you guys also do Easter egg hunt. We normally. do. And this year, God bless him. Sorry, Major Buchanan played our Easter bunny and it was awesome. It that's was great. so cool. <laughs> well, that is so fun. It really sounds like you guys have a pretty solid program. And for those of you guys that don't know, the EFMP program is part of Army Community Service. Yes. And that's a service that's available on not only Fort Stewart, but also on Hunter Army Airfield. Yes. Everything we do here at Fort Stewart, we try to mirror it at Hunter. And yeah. if we can't, it's, it's certainly open. Open to the Hunter families. Always, they are welcome. That's wonderful. Well, I thank you so much for being on the show with me today. I know that you guys have just a wonderful program. So families, uh, if you have any questions about how you, I don't know, do you enroll into this program? Is it something that you're, you're kind of told? you're an exceptional family member. How, how does someone become a part of the EFMP program? Usually it's people that know that they have someone in their family that's already got a significant diagnosis yeah. um, and the Army will let them know that, you know, hey, you and what should happen is your PCM, when you talk to them, if you yeah. have one of those conditions, they should already have that conversation with sure, you. Sure. Um, it is a mandated program. If you have one of these conditions, you are supposed to enroll, but that does not, I'm not going to chase you down and be like, <laughs> no, I'm going to go to your command. No, it, it's right. Soldiers do what is best for the soldier at the time. Of course. But now you do, you should really consider that if you've got a family member that's got some form of a condition or an educational concern and you're trying to go overseas, they're going to catch that on the overseas screening. And they have to. So your family will have to do an overseas screening. And one thing I will say is when you find out you are on orders or on assignment, because you're not on orders yet, to an overseas assignment, go immediately get that 5888 mm -hmm. get your overseas screening done you have to have a every family member has to have a physical and then the efmp doctor is going to have to review that and say right. that it's good to go and if you have any form any form of a condition the enrollment will get pushed right there and it has to it's army right. regulation okay cool well, Jenny, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. And families, if you have any questions, please give Jenny and the EFMP team a call at 767-5058. That is the main number to Army Community Service. Yes. And they will get you in touch with the right folks. Thanks again so much for being here thank with me today. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> and we will talk at you all next time.